0: whether you eat or drink whatever you do whatever you do whatever you do
1: whatever you do
0: whatever you do
1: whatever you do whatever you do
0: or whatever you do do all to the glory of God
1: welcome to whatever you do I'm Danny and I'm Abby we're just best friends trying to figure out how to bring glory to God in whatever you do hello hello
0: hello welcome back <laughs> it we skipped a week
1: we did we actually, we actually didn't we didn't skip a week it's a first i think
0: is this the first time or is Except, it the second i think time? the very very first time we recorded oh yeah like ever mm. like two years ago we recorded an episode and we were like mm, that's not that didn't work up. out yeah so, but last week we did record an episode, and it just never we, made
1: its way. Yeah, it, up. We we were intending for it to, but then, but not really because we felt like it was, it was a great discussion no, of anything no. important. It was. We
0: did discuss how I'm an eighty percent person, and you're a hundred percent person. Like you're more of a perfectionist than I am on things.
1: We did, I remember talking about the hot. Yes. But also how I am a perfectionist, but I don't like that I am or want mm-hmm. to be one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm conflicted because I realize the limitations that wanting things to be done perfectly right. places on mm-hmm. a person and on situations. And Yeah. Yeah.
0: So I had Tim's family in town, his parents for the week. So we... We're busy with them and they just left and now we're recording, it's a Thursday because we're recording a day early because tomorrow night we're doing a ladies night. (laughs) Should be fun. So, yeah, we are, what is this, what has happened this week?
1: I've been semi on track with my life until today. I feel like I wasn't on track with my life at all today. But See this is a much more encouraging just been than last trying week. Trying to let that go. Yeah. Oh, it was really a hard day for me to Today. Feel like yes. You were doing so well all week and then today. These was are the types of days that make you want to give up? No. Because I know I I just really struggle with how to know when I am not doing the things I need to do and replacing it with other things because they are other things that I need to be doing and it's okay Mm -hmm. that I'm not doing the things that I quote unquote should be doing but there's no one telling me what I should or shouldn't be doing every day Mm -hmm. other than my self and chip deciding in the sense of it's not like I'm working for someone who's... Right. Except for the Lord. I'm working for the Lord. Mm -hmm. And sometimes he's clear about what he wants you to do. And sometimes it doesn't feel clear and it feels like am I being legalistic and I'm mad at myself for not getting this done because it is on my checklist of things I need to Mm -hmm. check off and I'm not checking it off. And so now that makes me irritated
0: or or are you being like interrupted by something that you really should be should should it
1: be a lower priority and Mm -hmm. I'm choosing to let it take over the time and when it involves other people and other schedules and other things it makes it complicated because Mm -hmm. yeah so I feel like my day went great in the sense of I got certain things done, and I got to talk to people I wanted to talk to, and got different things planned, and caught up with different people, including you. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But I also feel like I didn't do Logic of English with any of my kids, Mm -hmm. but I did Simply Charlotte Mason with all my kids. Great. So, I don't know. Yeah. It's just hard to know how...
0: And you, even with that, it's you like. You started
1: out this morning asking me how I feel about the day ahead. Uh-huh. And it's like, I literally have no way to know how to feel about the day ahead because I don't know what. And then right after that, Chip is like, can we go pick up the shuttle bus? Oh, yeah. Right in 30 minutes? I'm like, I guess, guess we're doing so. that. Yeah. So that's one of the things we did. Did you guys
0: take all the kids to go get Oh, it? no.
1: Okay. Definitely not. Okay. <sighs> they were all really excited when he got home though.
0: yeah
1: yeah like so were my kids
0: they all it like
1: we got a whole new shuttle bus our shuttle yeah. bus has been in the shop since december 14th i believe a long so time so three months yeah we almost got used to... It almost felt like a dream. Like, do we really have a shuttle bus? Yeah. And, mm-hmm. Like, I mean, we poured this whole driveway, so we must have We must have had one at some point. And it's back. With a mounted tire. Mm-hmm. Um, we got the air conditioning fixed again. We got a tire mounted. And then our glass, they tried to order and pl- replace for our top glass area. I think we talked about this on the podcast. When it broke, yeah. But, yeah, they couldn't get that. So, that's still broken and we don't know what we're going to do. Hmm. Really special.
0: Yeah. Um... I was really not feeling confident about the week with Tim's parents here. Like, what... If I was going to be able to do school... Because usually we just...
1: Do other things. Cancel
0: school and, like, don't even try to do it. Yeah. But I also felt like I needed to try to... Fit it in. ...be doing it because we were just getting back into a good groove with it that it felt like...
1: If you just stop. Stop. Yeah. mm hmm
0: But it actually went pretty... Well, t- and Tim actually worked a lot of the time they were
1: here. I anyway. feel like there's just so much less to do that's enjoyable that you don't have to wear masks and things that yes. normally I feel like you would have tried to plan more outings. Yes, with we that. did. And, we
0: did do a few things, but right, but nothing, not the same
1: level. Yeah, of,
0: and we did things more in the evening times, and Tim's dad was working a lot on opening up our closet, opening more, Tim was working a lot, so it was just me and Tim's mom, so it really ended up feeling like I just had a helper to, like, help me, you know, do say those phonograms with her and... You know, those right. types of things
1: that, like, it just Which felt super nice. Yeah. So like, I felt like we have her come back and just be our, like, personal our tutor. tutor oh, yeah. we That's train, great. we just train her in what we need her to do. And then we can sometimes we can do it. But mm-hmm. then we can't. I know.
0: I, Tim and I also got one and a half dates.
1: Wow. What was the half one?
0: The half one was just like a daytime. We went to go lay on some mattresses and we ran through the drive through of in and out so, I mean it it just
1: wasn't like a So it was almost like your full date. Yeah, it just was... your full date was also laying on mattresses and getting eating food?
0: Yes. But okay. that one was like longer. It was time to like really sit and talk at the restaurant and this was like drive through and laying on like two mattresses at a store real quick. Okay. So it was just like yeah, But it was intense. still
1: just yeah. both of you. Two That's outings exciting. we had Tim and
0: I like rarely go on dates. So, it was really, really
1: nice. Chip and too. I go on dates five times a week. <laughs> Every night they yeah. date. I feel you know. like we but also But I feel like you go,
0: go more often than we do.
1: Slightly, we go through seasons of time that we do, but I feel like we don't go. You
0: don't, don't go know. as much as Gabe and Melissa.
1: Oh no, we don't <laughs> go as much. That's as for skating, sure. So. But I feel like you guys could go more often if you wanted me to babysit. But I feel like you always feel bad.
0: And yeah i mean I like, you have your own mm-hmm.
1: stuff to deal with and yeah there's i feel like you should a- have me babysit more and you guys should go on dates because i feel like you guys could and have the time i feel like you could even do we lunch. T- dates. let's
0: talk about dates yeah let's talk about this idea of like it, are dates. you only able to have a healthy marriage if you can like get away with your husband once a week and go out on a date? Like, is yes. that what is
1: healthiest for your marriage? For sure. <laughs> have we not talked about this before? I feel no, like we have. I don't think so. I feel like back at the beginning of life, maybe. Of, I don't. The think life we of our have. podcast. Well, you and I have talked, discussed this. I know. I for some reason, I feel like it was. Well.
0: Maybe, but I can it's guarantee that it's there's,
1: been it's if we did it was at the very beginning. And I can pretty much guarantee
0: ago. that there is two, maybe three listeners who's ever listened to every episode. <laughs> so the chances Well, and it maybe they need a refresher. Alright, so why is not having regular dates
1: crucial to a healthy marriage? I feel like the way you worded that didn't make sense not having regular dates crucial to a healthy marriage. I know, I I was going both directions. It feels like (laughs) you just said that the way to get crucial to a healthy marriage is not having regular dates, which Yes. Sure. Okay. We've got healthy marriages and we don't get regular dates, so that must be the crucial fact. (laughs) Um, Well, I, I think we should start with that there's a lot of people who would tell you that one of the most important ways to help your marriage is mm-hmm. to have regular dates
0: yes and i think that we have I to preface think- this by saying like what we mean by regular dates is like going out I, do we think spending time with well. one another is crucial
1: it can't, it can't. okay here's what it comes boils down to because i feel like even a lot of the christian people who would talk about dating your spouse often i think, i can't I i'm so distracted by your baby <laughs> hair trying now. to put my hair up and i have the, the same f- ones in the Same flyaways spots? well yeah they're the we had a baby yeah. a year and a little bit ago in there but the, they're so. Yours are like so, so long. They're
0: the they, ones like right by your ear. You know, the short
1: hairs sit back, but,
0: but they, they don't. Instead, they just.
1: And there's some people who like this.
0: I, I also am get not them here. Them. Ew, who likes this?
1: I feel like there's people who think it's like pretty to have like.
0: I get dangles. this. Look at these guys here, Danny. Mine are like also in the front
1: mm-hmm. like you have like the weird half, I have bangs, the that half are...
0: bangs that look like I just like cut no, bangs way like. too short <laughs> sure.
1: I'm gonna get a good picture of your half bangs yeah mm-hmm. and then I'll get my little
0: I feel like I couldn't even listen to what you were saying because I, I just kept looking because at because you your... want to just put them back but... and every time you like try to put them up Mm-hmm. They just pop right out.
1: But <laughs> like my Jewish side girls.
0: <laughs> okay. Well. Anyway, a lot of people, a lot of Christians, will what do you say. Do with them. What? Finish your thought on that.
1: I think there's a lot <laughs> that, <laughs> that will say that it's not crucial that you go out. That you can do dating in. That if you can't if you don't have the budget or whatever that you can do like in-home dates, but it they still it still is this thought that it has to be this very thought out, mm-hmm. intentional, special right. dinner and we're really gonna which I'm not saying that there's never time and place for these things or that sure. they're not they're nice that, or that they're bad. right No, yes. they're not bad at all. You can I love getting to do that. But I think what the problem is is that when people start to replace communication mm-hmm. with spending time together, right? That's where
0: and can... just being faithful in like
1: the mundane and normalcy of life and like and understanding that biblically, there's nowhere really that tells us that we need to have. I think there's some some idea around dates that you need special things, Mm -hmm. that it has to be special. Mm -hmm. And like we just said, there's nothing wrong with having special times. Right. But when you start to latch onto the idea that your marriage is bad if you don't get special times together.
0: And I also think it comes down to not putting in effort in the marriage in the normal like day to day aspects and wanting to just live date to date as like that's when we're gonna work
1: on our marriage and communication. It's sort of like the cringiness of did you I feel like if you say no I'm gonna be really shocked but I hate this about myself, but I used to really like watching The Bachelor a lot. Did you ever no, watch The Bachelor? No, I never got into it. Wow. I don't know. Yeah. That I mean, I've seen a couple me. episodes, but you know, I never I mean, got into it. I used to watch like the full things, but in the... And I never was okay. I feel like, just so that it's clear, I never was watching it like, I think this is a good idea, <laughs> and I support these people. Right. I was always watching it like... Oh, this is a train wreck yes, mm-hmm. disaster. You can't look away. Uh huh. Kind of like, oh no, what are they doing yes. to themselves? But it it always felt like, well, of course you're gonna have feelings of loving this because people are paying for you to go to these like really extravagant, yes, nice things, and you're just getting to ha- you're not doing anything normal. Right. At all with each other. Right,
0: And that's where I feel like people can then depend on dates as, like, that's the glue in their marriage of, like, that's what's going to hold their marriage together. But it's really just put your phone away before you go to bed and spend some time with them. Like, do things that you're being intentional in, like, cultivating good communication, love, sacrifice, respect for one another. Do those things in, like, your everyday, like... I'm going to make my husband breakfast or I'm going to... Have sex? I was just going to say, I'm going to stay up later than I maybe want to to have sex because even though I don't feel like it at all. Like, there's just things that you can do to try to be faithful in the mundane everyday life that is going to do more for your marriage than having a once a night or once a week. Once a night,
1: (coughs) once a week, date night. Or once a month even. Yeah. I mean, there are definitely seasons you go through. Well, you have more. A lot of people go through where they have a lot of little kids it is not feasible for a lot of different reasons Mm -hmm. sometimes it's not feasible to go on a lot of dates because of money sometimes it's not feasible because of time sometimes it's not feasible because you or you can go on a date but not the like you have a nursing baby that comes with you Mm -hmm. and it's like you don't There is a big difference between just the two of you going out and taking Mm -hmm. a baby along. And it can still be really nice to get out with one or two or...
0: Yeah, I'm not, like, hating on dates as I just... We started the conversation because I was saying how much I was thankful that Tim and I got to go on a date. And I, I do feel like there
1: is... I think we both feel some level similarly where... When you don't go on dates very often, when you do get to go on them, they do feel super appreciated and really special. Yes. But maybe we don't feel that they're necessary and important enough that you need to go highly out of your way. Right. Like, it, it doesn't feel like this top priority that you need to... Schedule in. Yeah, and in. find someone specific to Babysit. become your babysitter right. regularly and right. set aside. I mean, there's... So, maybe this isn't true for other people. I don't know. I just feel like when I see marriage advice that you need... Like, that, that's one of the first things you need to do if your marriage is mm-hmm. having trouble. Is to... Maybe we're wrong. Maybe...
0: I think the it. first thing you need to do if your marriage is having trouble is have more sex.
1: But that's just. I definitely. Agree, But I feel like that also might be easy for us to say coming from a place where our biggest marriage problems are like us feeling Feeling extra emotional and disconnected for a couple of days. So when you've you've really grown apart for years, I think telling someone that having more sex is going to, like, I think there is some legitimacy to the idea that some people get to a point in their relationship where they ha- they are so living two separate lives from each mm-hmm. other that they almost do have to start back out at a dating level of sure. being intentional to spend yeah. time with one another mm-hmm. to even get back on the same page of where they're at in life. Or even wanting to like be around the person
0: or like the person. And right. yeah, there's obviously we can't speak in the context of like every situation, every different scenario. Like uh, there's not, not that we don't have our own like marriage issues and things that have come up, but they're not at that level that that's why that doesn't feel Right. Like a, a necessary thing to hold our marriage together.
1: But in our experience of us, me being married for almost 16 years and you being married for 13, 13 it definitely, we've come to realize that sometimes when you're to a point of feeling disconnected mm-hmm. to the point that you aren't even really interested in Intimacy that that is one of the biggest cures to help get you back on yes on track
0: mm-hmm. and especially for women I feel like guys uh, can feel that to some extent but
1: right I don't know that their connectedness
0: is feels as, more yes, connected emotionally from... charged as ours is right so
1: yes so if
0: you're not sure try that. <laughs>
1: We don't know who needed to hear this tonight, but... Don't have sex with your husband. Yeah. I was asked recently by someone... I can't decide. I think this person might listen, so I don't know if they'll be upset if I... Well, don't say who it is. I'm not going to. Okay. But hopefully, hopefully, if you are listening, you won't be mad that I'm bringing this up. Because I feel like this is also something that it was someone asked about sex as you get like further into pregnancy and you're the end of pregnancy mm-hmm. and especially at the very end okay like the last yes. month uh-huh and was asking me like what it, is there something i'm missing to like make this be more... Enjoyable? Uh-huh. Wow. Well, and, like, like, I, is there something I should be doing other than just praying the whole time? And I was like, <laughs> well, that sounds pretty much like you've figured out how it goes. Yeah. Like, you know, you get to the point where you can't really move at all, right. And you just kind of feel like here I am. Mm-hmm. Do with me as you wish. <laughs> yeah. But can't... I mean, everything hurts and you... Yeah.
0: You definitely don't always feel super
1: sexy at that point. Well, it's not even about whether you feel sexy or not. It's like certain positions you feel like you're going to throw up a (laughs) lot of the time. (laughs) Certain positions you feel like your legs are going to turn too. And there's just not a lot of, like, you try a lot of pillow propping and, like, other things. But then you feel like... Kind of like crazy to have to like (laughs) be like prop yourself (laughs) in a certain position and you still feel like you're just hanging on for dear life and yep yeah so so I just wanted to throw that out there if there's other women wondering about that that after going through eight pregnancies there's I mean and there's just also just seasons
0: there's just seasons of where sometimes you just do need to like really prepare yourself mentally and be really prayerful about like god
1: giving you the strength to to. and sometimes you really are praying through the whole time oh, yeah and that's mm-hmm. fine yeah sometimes you're not even praying i'm it. just saying though out of eight pregnancies that i would say the last month of pregnancy is isn't the best sex of your life it's usually there it's uh, stereotypically going to fall into the category of being one of those seasons. <laughs> yeah. Some women, I'm sure that's not true of, I'm sure there's yes. some lim- limber <laughs> 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 like some cute little person who is, has a tiny like, belly and acts like oh, I'm nine months pregnant and they like can still do everything normally and they probably have great sex still but I'd say that the vast majority of women are really struggling to move in any direction. <laughs> yeah. So, mm-hmm. don't feel bad if that's you.
0: Mm-hmm. But I feel like but those are though, things to communicate with your husband. And... Those are things
1: to be... I also think that it's very encouraged, then, that to not care. Like, it, that you're more important in your, how comfortable you are. Right. Trumps mm-hmm. whether they could yeah. be needing any anything yeah. at that point. Right. So I think it is still very much something that even if you're not even if you prepare them like I I'm sorry, I can't put a lot of effort into this. Mm-hmm. But you still are prayerful and and approach it happily mm-hmm. with a an attitude of Remembering that your body is your husband's mm-hmm. and before people get all mad their body is ours so yep. your husband's body belongs to you so it goes both ways mm-hmm. but that you can definitely have a good attitude
0: mm-hmm. yeah and we're not joking when we say that sometimes you really do need to be praying through the whole experience like i feel like when i've i've said that to someone before and they looked at me like i was crazy yeah like the idea of like praying through sex is like
1: (laughs) how could you we've like stopped in the middle and prayed together before (laughs) Not going well. It's not, not common. So it's not like something we do on a regular record. basis, but like, huh. yeah. I mean, like, when you're like interruptions this is really are getting personal. <laughs> my thought before is that it was oh, Chip listens. <laughs> but I felt like he would encourage me to be okay with it being. I don't feel. I feel like it's personal, but not on a level of yeah. Like not shareable personal. Right. But yeah, you know. You have lots of children and Yep. Just like multiple distractions and interruptions and things.
0: But I do think this is a topic that doesn't really get discussed, A. And B, when it does get discussed, it's ver it is very much in a it can be in a context of like oh, that's not, like, necessary, and if you don't feel comfortable with that or you're not really in the mood, like, that's not a... Pro- it doesn't have to be a priority in your marriage. Right.
1: And... It's just not true. Very much that we live in a culture that is definitely all about autonomy. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting because I was just... Listening to, I mean, this is kind of off topic. I don't know how far I want to go into that. But essentially, when you think about it, when you become, when you're married, you the two become one. You right. are now one entity. Mm-hmm. So you can't pull autonomy cards right. against your husband right. when... I mean, does this give license for him to be abusive or derogatory or unloving to you? No. He's to love you as Christ loved the church, which is going to be in a very sacrificial and loving you as he loves his own body. I mean, we're not saying these things that you're supposed to be just manipulated and abused and taken advantage of at all. But you're definitely in this to be serving them and mm-hmm. loving them and respecting them and and looking at your marriage. This is I, I really like the advice we've been given by I mean I think we've heard it from multiple of our elders talking about the fact that coming together and becoming one is a constant act that signifies that covenant that you have. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's uh, uh, renewing the covenant not. I mean, yes. it's not like yeah, it's it's just that covenantal act that mm-hmm. is coming together and but that covenant is one that God has created. I right. mean, He's the one that has brought you together. Mm -hmm. And so, anyway, it is important. And
0: yeah. And I think our, I mean, we would be lying if we didn't acknowledge how much the culture has played a big part in like skewing our, even as the church, like our views on sex and what that should look like and what that should be like in a marriage and I know there's so much to this topic of baggage from people before they've gotten married and there's so much to all of that to that obviously we can't counsel on right individual situations and circumstances but um it is important and it is something that should be a priority in
1: your marriage yes yes so very much so it's something that the church has stayed silent on a lot as a whole yeah not all churches and not all christians but
0: but i think it is kind of this argument of like are there men that are manipulative and abusive to their wives in this area yes so because that happens, we just don't talk about it at all because someone might being be being abused in that area. Like it's it's just like the like rare or
1: circumstance. That it's just expected that it is all just going to go fine and Right. Normal and
0: But this is a topic that a lot of times people if they are having problems in this area don't know who or how or like how to try to seek help in it with it right so it is such a personal and like intimate issue that it's not something that either it's not sought the appropriate counsel or it's sought inappropriate counsel in ways like the husband talking to his buddies or the wife talking to her friends and in ways that aren't actually going to be helpful to your marriage right so
1: yeah. So, what would your advice be to someone who knows that they're having problems, and what would the counsel be like? Who would who should they see? Their elders,
0: out? for sure. They should sit. They should, as a couple, go and talk with their elders about it.
1: Um, I think that that is definitely like and hopefully their elders would point them to either themselves with their wives, like couples. Mm-hmm. Or find another couple a, in the church that a Christian couple yeah. that can counsel them mm-hmm. through some of it. Yeah. Um.
0: But just talking individually, like women going and just talking to their girlfriends about their problems in their sex life isn't isn't appropriate, nor is it going to help. Right. The situation at all. Right. Because she's probably going to be counseled like, well, I mean, just. You don't have to do that then and you don't, you shouldn't be pressuring you and...
1: I mean, there's a lot of different scenarios of what the problems could be and what the advice is going to be that's given. But, I mean, first off, talk to your spouse because it's amazing how many people don't even... Haven't even
0: acknowledged the problems among each other verbally.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yep.
0: Who knew we were going to do a whole sex
1: episode? We didn't. We sure didn't. No? You know, we No. Never do. I know we've said this before, but we really don't know.
0: I even asked you like...
1: An hour 20 ago? 20 minutes
0: before we started yeah. recording, like, what are we going to talk about tonight?
1: No idea. It
0: all started with Tim's parents let us have a date night. <laughs> <laughs> don't date. Just have
1: sex. Yeah. It's fine.
0: So, what are some other things that you feel like have been beneficial to your marriage over the years besides... Not having dates and having sex.
1: Prayer. Together. Together. Praying together. Mm Mm-hmm. For sure.
0: I feel like the intimacy that comes with that and, like, being vulnerable to pray with each other aloud does unite you in a way. I think that it unites you with other believers, too, when you take Mm -hmm. time to pray aloud with other believers. Yes.
1: Confessing sin. Mm. To... Sin against when you sin against them and ask for forgiveness, or when you're just struggling with sin mm-hmm. and having to talk to them about it. And, yeah. Um.
0: <laughs> what? I was gonna, I was gonna say having a nice mattress. <laughs> But that's just where my mind is going because I'm...
1: Abby's like, I just want to be in my mattress. and I'm so excited about
0: my new bed.
1: It really isn't going to affect my marriage one way or the other. It's just going to make me a happier person. We have
0: talked about this on the podcast of where you hang out with your spouse, like at night.
1: True. Maybe I should get a new kitchen table. (laughs) And if people don't know... I haven't listened to other episodes in... Danny and Chip
0: hang out and talk yeah, at the com- kitchen table. Combined with the topic.
1: <laughs> we talk at the kitchen table. Yes. We don't use the kitchen table in place of a mattress for other things. <laughs> don't worry.
0: No. But Tim and I hang out and talk in bed. Yes. Almost
1: always. Yep. So. I thought maybe by getting our room cleaned up and really nice and we just hung a small tv in our room
0: you're just in the groove of doing it that way though and i feel like tim and i are too like
1: we don't discuss like hey you want to meet in the bedroom and talk like i know i just thought maybe we'll start getting in bed earlier because it's like
0: (gasps) i just realized i never looked at your pink color that you did in your master
1: yeah, I know you painted a wall. I feel like... But you did that, I like, weeks like ago. I feel like I love it, and I feel like you'll... I feel like it's exactly what both of us thought. Yeah. I feel like you'll make fun of it. You'll be like, I can't even see it. I don't even know how you did this. <laughs> and I feel like I love it. And I, I know,
0: but I feel like... I it, have wanted to see it, and I just told
1: Well, I haven't, like, invited you to come see it, because I feel like it's going to be so anticlimactic for yeah. you. I feel like it definitely turned out exactly how both of us thought it would but i it's still exactly what i wanted so i'm not disappointed at all but yeah it was really the most awkward painting session of my life why um we we removed the (laughs) head the headboard of our bed bed.
0: because you painted the wall just the one wall behind your bed Mm -hmm. headboard
1: but we left the rest of the bed in place, so we had about um, nine inches, uh-huh. maybe maybe a full foot. I'm not sure. Yeah. It was tight. Yeah. And there was three of you painting. Well, just two of us. Oh. It was just me and Sierra. But it was, like, it was, like, fine, except... Well, she kind of... We had to put plastic over the bed to not get things on the bed. Mm -hmm. The plastic, you know, is slippery. It kind of was like my whole situation in the living room. (laughs)
0: Yeah.
1: And you couldn't paint down too far because you were kind of having... There was no way to get a ladder to get to the top. You were standing, like, on the bed... And having to like lean and reach as mm-hmm. high as you could, so it uh, it was just the middle center mm-hmm. of when you're trying to be really up close to the wall because you don't have anywhere to not be up close to the wall, but you're also trying to like paint yeah. it, especially like trying Down, to by the baseboard. Yeah, when you're trying to, like, do straight lines. We were trying to tape, but also we were stepping on the plastic and, like, pulling the tape off. And it was just... It was it was just really tight quarters. Mm-hmm. But Sierra and I managed to get through it. Got it done. It was probably really good that we were using such a light color. Because... Yeah. If we weren't, I'm sure there's probably spots that... Aren't done well. I don't know. But, yeah, we...
0: So in doing in painting and updating your bedroom that hasn't made you guys spend more time in there?
1: I enjoy the time I spend in there more. <laughs> okay,
0: but you're not spending more of it.
1: No. I thought maybe we would. Mm-hmm. We also How- like we just took the when we first put the T V up in the wall on the wall in there, we didn't have it plugged in and we didn't even know where the remotes were. So I guess I just thought maybe we would start watching something, even if it was, like, documentaries or something boring. I don't know. We don't watch a lot of TV. I just thought maybe this would make us start wanting to watch more TV. But so far, the only time we've turned it on was when one of our kids was sick and we put him in the room. This was part of the reason why we decided to just put the TV up in there is so that we would have a place that we could put a kid.
0: Yeah, and you already had the TV in the mountain.
1: Yes, we had all the stuff. And so it was either store it in a closet somewhere and have to get it out every time we want to use it for a sick kid and try to situate it somewhere that they can see it or just use this mountain TV that we already have and Mm -hmm. put it up on the wall where it fits perfectly and... And then Chip did watch something on it when he was sick the other day. Hmm. Well, all right. So, but even then, he watched, like, one thing and then turned it off and slept the rest of the afternoon. So, yeah, I don't know. Hmm. But I have felt like I've been really diligent, and so far, we've been keeping our room really clean. Good. Good. And it makes me really happy to go in there because typically that's the first room to get real
0: unorganized. And you just throw it's where we just things put
1: things and-, and we don't know where to put some things. We just stick it there so that it's out of the way of everything else. And yeah, um, I actually I don't know. I actually think I heard this first on a podcast years ago, but I brought it up to Chip the other day. I feel like he's really taken it to heart. Okay. At least for a little while. I don't know that this will always stay. But the idea of... It's a very simple concept. Okay. It shouldn't be earth shattering. But when you really decide to implement it, it is taking things and putting them away right when you... Instead of just setting it somewhere, mm-hmm. like I'll put this away right. in a minute and then never doing it. Yes. Like taking the time, even if it feels like a lot of effort, like this goes downstairs in the closet, just doing it mm-hmm. instead of being like, I'll just set it here and take it down there when I go down there later. Right. Because. Yeah a lot of times and you don't remember to take it wherever Mm -hmm. and it's like a matter of taking an extra minute or two and it just in the long run really helps everything stay Mm -hmm. so much cleaner and more picked up yeah and so I feel like that's something that I heard that years ago and I've go through different seasons of trying to implement it more than others but I feel like overall I try to implement it a lot but when I told it to Chip the other day he was like oh that makes a lot of sense and then he had a conversation with our kids about it and I think they're trying a little bit harder Mm -hmm. so I think I'm I think I'm finding less like just random trinkets and Right, things like sitting on bookshelves and, yes, the piano and just all the countertops. Mm-hmm. places that it's like, "Hmm, how is there 27 things here? And none of them go here? Right. And was it really that hard? Could you not just right take care of it? Mm-hmm. So for the moment, I don't expect it to last long term, but for the moment, it's going it's been pretty good. Nice. I think everybody is re- realizing the benefit of it. Mm-hmm. Like, we have a lot less work to do mm-hmm. later, right? If we just do, do it now, things as we go along yeah. through our day. We've been staying on top of laundry. Yeah.
0: See, this is so a, such so much more of an encouraging yeah.
1: episode than last time. Last time you were like, you've been doing great with school, and I'm like, no. I did it. I did it one day and then I never did it again. It was a depressing episode. It was horrible. Yeah. No, we've. This is much better. Not only am I caught up and staying caught up with laundry, but I also did two loads of laundry for our friend in the midst of that. Nice. And so.
0: So you've been getting it like done and put away? Yeah. Is it because you've been implementing the helpers?
1: That's been a huge aspect of it. And then we've also got caught up, which... So I knew I wanted to go back. I've tried to do this system one other time, and it works great until you get behind. And then once you're behind, it just... You have to get caught up again. And getting caught up is the hard part. Yes, for sure. If you're just on top of it, Mm -hmm. it's... You can really stay in a good groove. But... And it doesn't take very much to trip up a large family and get yes, them uh-huh. really behind. So, but it is just the everybody throws their clothes in the washer mm-hmm. at night. I run it. I put it. Do you it in run the it dry. at night or
0: do you run it in the morning?
1: Night. Okay. I run it at night. I dry it at night. In the morning, I sort it. I think this has also helped a lot. I. I got back in the routine of... I found all of my laundry baskets. They're not being used for 27 million different other things. Okay. I have a laundry basket for socks, a laundry basket for towels, a laundry basket for chips in my clothes, a laundry basket for Kenzie, one for the older boys, one for Brinley, one for the younger boys, one for Deke, and one for Pax. Okay. And they're different sizes. Like, different ones are different Mm -hmm. sizes. And... So I sort the one load out. So each person only has like...
0: A little bit to throw Mm in.
1: I keep the shirts out as I'm sorting it. And I hang them and put them above my washer and dryer. Oh, okay. I don't even make... We have plenty of shirts. So I don't even make them take care of their shirts that I hang up every day. Yeah. But I hang them up every day. And then every couple of days, I give them to one of the kids. But... Then it is so non overwhelming to them Mm -hmm. to have to put a couple of things away that I don't feel like it needs to be a bunch of time. And so So my laundry helpers, my laundry helpers, sometimes (laughs) they sort if Mm -hmm. I don't get to sorting. Sometimes I'll have them put things on the hangers mm-hmm. If sometimes I have them match socks sometimes I have them match towels uh, or full towels so they can do any little job I tell them that they need to do in regards to the laundry but even they don't feel overwhelmed by that because I'm not right. like here, sort six loads of laundry and right. they're like uh, yes. this is going to take me an hour and a so half
0: so you can get by with just one load a day as long as you stay doing one load every day
1: what did you of say? our clothes and everything. On Saturdays, I'll do, uh, sometime throughout the week, I do a load of towels, of bath towels. Mm-hmm. um. And I've just recently started that every Saturday I'm picking <clears throat> like two kids. I've got them kind of grouped in like Archer, Deacon, Paxton all have crib sized mattresses. So, I'll wash all of their sheets together in mm-hmm. one time. And then Reichen and Titus both have their mattresses on the floor. So I'll wash their stuff together at one time. And they'll do the twins' beds, their bunk beds. So I'm doing, like, one group yeah. a week.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: Of, uh, This is, like, definitely an area where... I'm sad to say it's been severely neglected, but it's definitely the lowest priority of laundry. Is changing
0: your kids' sheets?
1: Yes. To the point that, like... I'd say there's been a lot of years where they're lucky if their sheets get washed four times in the year.
0: Hmm. Okay.
1: Especially the bunk bed kids. Yes,
0: the bunk bed kids. I only have bunk bed kids.
1: It's like, if they're not... I mean, the upper bunk beds, the lower yeah. ones aren't as big of a problem, but except like... in
0: my kid's room because Arrow, Arrow's lower one is the worst of all because it has a like bed rail on it and you have to like oh. take it all apart to get the stupid sheet off of it. And,
1: hmm.
0: um, yeah, but I'm changing my kid's sheets tomorrow and I was thinking of just taking it off the bed rail thing because mm-hmm. he, doesn't... he doesn't even, he sleeps in the opening side of it anyway. Like he doesn't need the bed rail anyway. Yeah. So, anyway, yeah.
1: that well, uh, for a long time I would try to do it once a month, but do uh, almost everybody's mm-hmm. like, or try to do everybody's over the course of two days. But then
0: trying the hard part is not uh, washing them. The hard part is putting, putting all it all back.
1: back on. It's getting them off, washing them, and and especially because Paxton takes both of his naps in the boys' room, right. which is seven of the beds. Yes, so. I'm trying to... Do you
0: also wash their, like, blanket they sleep with at Uh the same time? Okay.
1: And sometimes I'll do the... Well, in the past, because I've washed them so infrequently, I'm also washing the mattress pad cover Mm -hmm. under the sheet as well. So, now I feel like if I'm washing their sheets regularly enough, I can do that every couple of times. But I can just wash the sheets sometimes.
0: So... This is making me really excited to wash my kids sheets tomorrow because mm. i don't know when the last time
1: so you don't you're not like we're not like a every week
0: change our kids sheet washers there, there are those i know this I, also is that's
1: totally, where i don't even that's where when people say like well i don't change my kids sheets once a week i'm thinking like oh is that a thing do people do well that? and i'm thinking like. I, I don't even, do, I, maybe, I, once a quarter, maybe, maybe yeah. not. If they mm-hmm. threw up.
0: They, yeah, rich. they throw up and I'm on it.
1: Mm-hmm. Then they get, or they
0: pee in the bed mm-hmm. for some reason.
1: Right. Yep. So if you get to the age where you're no longer wetting the bed, sorry. And you, you haven't just, gotten the stomach flu recently. You just never you get clean sheets ever. Yeah.
0: Mm-mm. We did have it. So for a while I was doing like a weekly home blessing before I got pregnant sick and stayed up on that pretty well. Cade's job every week was to take all the sheets off of whatever beds I said. And I had mine in group too, specifically. So every week, every Friday, some kid got or our bed or yeah. whatever. And so Cade took those off and started the extra load and he was in charge of like dealing with like switching that extra load out. And so we would just have to put them back on. And for a while, that was great because I feel like it made it so at least... Once a month,
1: that's was, where I'm at. Yes, Once a month, this feels sheets. like a major accomplishment, and yes. it's gonna be that everybody will get their sheets. Yes. Chip and I probably do washer sheets more because I want my sheets to be <laughs> clean, <laughs> which makes me feel even more guilty for my kids. Than yeah. Like,
0: well, when we stopped doing the weekly home blessing, when I was been have been sick, mm-hmm. we.
1: Just haven't washed your beds ever since. We
0: have. Tim is like, oh, we need to wash these. And he's taking them off. I feel like you guys are doing fine. But it's time to wash them. I was Mm -hmm. changing. We got, like I said, a new mattress. But we got new sheets with it, too. And I was putting them on. I was like, wow, it's so nice to have clean sheets. And this is also making me think this is totally not really necessary to be on the podcast. But I keep looking at my, like, closet of sheets Mm -hmm. And remembering that I keep wanting to ask you if you need another set of king sheets because the amount of king sheets we have is out of control. Because we already had a decent amount, but then we've done, like, free trials of mattresses. Or not free trials, but, like, you buy a mattress and you have, like, time to, like, see if you like it. Well, both times they've come with, like, sheets and... We didn't want the mattress. We sent the mattress back, and they told us we could keep the sheets. So, I don't even know how many sets of king sheets we have. We have a lot. If you ever feel I like do. you want a backup, I'll even let you just look and pick what color you want. Cause I, I know that matters
1: to you. Do really need some sheets? Okay, we well, might. We. M- I don't know where they would be if we. At one point in time, we had a pair of white, a set of white sheets. Uh-huh. I don't know where those went. So right now, I have one set of sheets. It's the sheets that are on my bed. Wow. That's you, the king-size sheets yeah. I have. So...
0: I think we have, like, maybe seven sets.
1: Yeah, I would like really have, love... Maybe... You can't even, take
0: the new purple ones I just got. No, no, no. But I, I any maybe, of the other varieties of I maybe of colors, would
1: even pay you for a second backup pair. So I'm telling you, three. I have, like,
0: seven or mm-hmm. more. I don't... I feel like we only need two. Like, that's, like, the logical amount of sheets that I feel like... I feel like three is nice. Three Just... would be fine, but seven is completely unnecessary, so... <laughs> and I don't even necessarily care about uh, the colors. Like, so, I know you care about it matching in your room and blah 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 So, you can even pick what your preference that is.
1: That doesn't bother you at all.
0: Um... It, the new sheets we got just now uh-huh. are like my absolute uh-huh. favorite color, like
1: yeah. deep, but very but, purple. The most they, like,
0: purpley purple you can ever the get. The best color in the world. It's purple. And I love them. Purple. But it does totally clash with our blanket. Yeah. Like Tim's comforter. Yes. His blanket. Yeah. It because it has purple in it also, which is why I like that, but not the same no, purple. It's, it's like a maroony it's purple. Maroon. And this is like the bright.
1: The, yeah. So every I color did, in your comforter. I
0: is. did look at it and think, huh, <laughs> that's kind of ugly. <laughs> and I even thought like, well, maybe I should, because it's just like a duvet cover. Yeah. And I even thought for a minute, well, maybe I should get a new duvet cover for that. And then I was like, huh I'm over it. <laughs>
1: So yeah, it would like,
0: it especially I
1: feel ruin like in my everything. It would make,
0: it's me... not my favorite. I like the, I don't like clashing things. So,
1: but it's... it would make me every time I like came in to go to bed, like, yeah,
0: that's why you would choose your It would feel color. like
1: nails on a chalkboard. This is why I have the most neutral colors ever ever in my bedroom as the permanent things Mm -hmm. and why the sheets get to be the fun thing that change because except they don't because you only have one set of them that's the sad part (laughs) but if I had more they would be the part that would change but I feel like I can almost I can use a lot of colors with what I have going on in my room because I have like black and white and cream going on in my room so you can put almost we don't
0: have a lot of color. we have a lot of I think we have a navy black that's fine a lot of white a cream yeah perfect I feel like you'll be fine with any of these yeah sounds great so anyway great anyone else is in need of king (laughs) sheets I might have some to spare pillowcases We also have a
1: lot of pillowcases. Because the pillowcases come with... We we have actually... Massive amounts. But we have a ton. Tons that don't go with anything, and I have no idea how we got them. We have
0: a ton of the king-size ones uh because they come with their king sheets. But we only use one pillow that is actually a king-size pillow, and all the rest of them are not the Uh regular standard pillows. That really irritates me. Well... Putting a king-size pillowcase on a regular pillow. I agree. But, but then, it, otherwise, my option is to have, like, completely, like, hodgepodge mismatched pillowcases that don't match the sheets if I want, like, a standard pillowcase on my standard pillow.
1: Well, but you could get colors that match.
0: Sure, I could, but that feels unnecessary to buy more pillowcases. So than what I do you really do? Either have a hodgepodge...
1: Of patterns so, and colors. So the two things you hate are the two things you do. Uh-huh. Okay. Because I don't want to buy more pillowcases.
0: It just feels like a... Mm. Yeah. We have... Or I put the king-size ones on it. Thankfully, my pillow is the king-size one. Oh, wow. So... And I feel like Tim doesn't really care.
1: So... See... We have two king-size pillows and two standard pillows. <laughs> I use both king-size pillows and one standard pillow. <laughs> Chip uses the other standard pillow.
0: Huh. See, I only... I use the king-size pillow and a standard pillow. Mm-hmm. Tim uses a king-size pillow, a standard pillow... No, you pillow. just said you only have one king-size pillow. True. You're right. A body pillow? Tim uses a body pillow. <laughs> okay. Okay. A standard pillow and then another standard pillow. He uses three pillows.
1: But the one that's big is a body pillow, yes, right? so it's like a full... It's, so, a, it's our
0: separator pillow. Right. That's a pillow that goes between us so mm-hmm. someone doesn't accidentally touch the other when we're sleeping.
1: So you technically use that one, too? I mean... If Tim was, Tim is, if Tim was like, I've decided I... It wouldn't don't bother me. This, you would be fine? Mm-hmm. Oh. I
0: don't use it, really. Tim says I do. I don't think I do.
1: I feel like this is the time you told me that you could stop drinking coffee and it wouldn't affect <laughs> <me>. <laughs> No, I really don't feel like that would affect
0: me. it's not like the coffee. I can guarantee you. You were pretty adamant it. <laughs> at the time. Yeah. I feel like the fact that Tim says you use it. He thinks... I feel like if I'm rolling over and my, like, leg happens to, like, fall on it, he's that's, like, him saying I use it. But if I it wasn't just
1: there... I wonder if it wasn't there if it would bother you more. I
0: don't think it would. I guess you go on vacation and stuff. Just, yeah. We don't have a divider pull then.
1: And it really bothers him and doesn't bother you? I don't know how much it bothers him. But you're fine?
0: I feel fine with it. I'm willing to try it. Huh. He's not... So that makes me feel like it's his pillow.
1: Yeah, I I could see that. So Well. Hmm.
0: That's that. That's all I got. <laughs> Pillows.
1: I Sheets. feel like your pillowcase situation
0: is really bothering you.
1: <laughs> it's one of those areas that for me I would just buy pillowcases. Uh-huh, and I would just get rid of the ones I don't need, and... Okay, well, that can be your next birthday present to me. Okay. Spiffle cases. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll get a matching duvet that matches your purple sheets.
0: Yeah. Don't make it boring, though.
1: That feels like a long time away.
0: Maybe Christmas
1: is before your birthday. True.
0: Mother's Day. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Great.
0: All right. Well, see you next week. Bye.